Check one, two, check one, two. Miami on the rocks. Casey Chops, make sure you follow us on Instagram at MIA on the rocks. Follow us on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Mm. Today's guest got the homie DJ Killer K in here. Yo, what's up, up Chops? KC, man. I've been good, man. First off, appreciate you having me. Of course, you know what bro. I mean, always got to start with gratitude, my this boy. Has been, this has been um long overdue. I've been wanting you to pull up for a minute, bro, but you finally hit me. You're like, yo, I got this album with Berg uh, that just dropped. I had Berg on here too. Yeah. Good vibes. Of course. The homie legend. Yeah, yeah. Um, shit, bro. So talk to me. Like, this album right here, um, Miami shit. Yeah. And um, proud shit too on there too. But, Florida no, but shit. You know what? Let's Florida get shit. To, let's get to cause cause you know, the the strip club scene. First of all, let me okay. be you talk do you like the term if someone calls you like a strip club DJ? Um, Is that like something I, I don't I don't I, I, I got two, I feel two kind of ways about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I I trust me, it's where I started. It's mm -hmm. it's 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 dear to me, you know, but I also don't like to be put in a box. You get what I'm trying to say? I also like to be good. But at the same time I also feel like I so say you but I think you run that scene, you know exactly. what I'm saying? So it's like I also feel like, you know, it's it's like it's a it's a good thing and a bad thing because like not for nothing, being a strip club DJ, you're a different kind of monster. You know yeah. what I mean when it comes to DJing. So I also, oh, that's a different exactly. game. Exactly. So I also like you know I also if you want to say hell yeah you can call me a strip club DJ because when it comes to DJing not for nothing my experience in it's a whole nother animal the strip club. Yeah. You get what I'm trying to say. And, and not only that in Miami it's important. Mm -hmm. Like it's not like a strip club like in Philadelphia or California. Like that's what like strip clubs in Miami that's like the, the seafood hub. what pe yeah what it's people the hub. What people don't know is like, you know, when an artist from Miami wants to get popping, it's important that they do the strip club. It's like a tour they got to go through, like a media. They got to hit all the, the biggest strip club. You got know what to. I'm got to. Not that, for nothing. It is for, of course, you know, it's grinding. You got to put in your work. But just how Miami is set up, the demographics, mm -hmm. a lot of times... The strip club is your neighborhood club. Is your first club it's that you go to. It's been part of Miami culture since exactly. the beginning. You know? So you know what I mean. So definitely, like growing up in Miami, you your first club is nine times out of ten going to be a strip club. You get what I'm trying to say? It's nine times out of ten, and then not for nothing. You know they're 18 too. You know what I mean? They got a little 18 vibe. So growing up in Miami, nine times out of ten, you know your first hood club, your first neighborhood club is going to be a strip club. Okay, do you remember the first strip club you the first strip club you ever went to? Hell yeah, the first strip club I ever went to was uh Coco's. For real? Yeah, that was the first one I've ever went to. First one. Yeah, first one I ever went to when I kind of jumped off the porch and it was really out there. Coco's was the first one. It was actually the first one I started DJing in too. For real? Yeah. Do, do you think what do you think is the best era? Your favorite era, like strip club, and then like tell me the year, like the era. Um, probably let's just say uh, maybe oh eight, oh nine, maybe from like oh six to oh nine. I would say, and for the most part, and you would say Coco's. What would you say? Coco's, is the best? yeah, because like I said, that's where I started. Not for nothing, like they all had their times and their runs for the most part, and not to say it's. it's even ending, it's still popping. But for me, it was Coco's. That was the hub. That's where I started at. I started with um. All right, let me just reverse, reverse, because yeah, we gotta could. start back to the beginning yeah, yeah, to, yeah, to yeah. see how I got yeah, to Coco's. Yeah, I want to get to your story, bro. Yeah, so like, you, yeah, nah, you're born, born sure. in Miami, right? Born in Miami, born in uh, not for none. I was actually born in New York. A lot of people don't know that, oh, but shit. yeah, I was born in Queens. Um, I moved to Miami though when I was maybe five. Okay, and been here ever since. You know what I'm saying? Been here ever since. So you can say I'm kind of born and raised. 
been here my whole life. Um, started with the mixtapes for me as far as like DJing, right? I got mm-hmm. big in Miami putting out mixtapes. So like it was kind of backwards for me with the DJing. Like mm-hmm. I put out my first mixtape before I ever jumped behind the turntable. Really? You feel me? I kind of started. Damn, that was me too, bro. Yeah, oh yeah. Because I was making lit. beats in Damn. high school. So I would just have people pull up to the crib, yeah. rap on my beats and put out a mixtape. But I didn't nah, touch, I didn't touch turntables yet. When I kind of got into the game, like not for nothing, I wasn't DJing like for nothing. I was kind of, you know, we just keep 1,000. I was selling weed, mm-hmm. right? You know what I'm saying? I hooked up with a couple of DJs who are already in the game doing their thing. Um, DJ Ideal, DJ EFX, you know what I'm saying? They That's was, the homies, you know, bro. yeah, they was always, you know, when I started, they was heavy in the mixtapes. Matter right. of fact, I kind of, Jumped off the porch with my inception in the DJing around the time he was doing the bottom, maybe two, okay. three, like early, right? I think early. Obscene was in that scene. Yeah, Obscene, too. Obscene, EFX. Yeah. Um, yeah, this was this was early, early Miami mixtapes. So I kind of jumped off the porch. Mm-hmm. I had a relationship with Ideal and EFX, you know, just through other shit. It wasn't really DJing. But you know, they all let me come to the to the studio and just kind of vibe, chill out Check for the out. most part. They was doing um they had a little uh, mixtape corner. I was, you know, they put me down with a, it was a mixtape website where they used to sell mixtapes. So like DJ Drama, Clue, uh, Swisher House. They had a, a mixtape website they was running, mm-hmm. mixtape corner. Uh, I wasn't really DJing, like I said, I, you know, I was selling weed and shit. Mm-hmm. But um, through my relationship, they kind of put me down with mixtape corner. So, you know, I started working for them. Mm-hmm. And then through that, just, you know, being around the mixtapes, being around the culture, I was like, you know what? I could do this for real, you know what I mean? I could put out my own mixtape. Mm-hmm. And then that's what I did, you know? I bought my first computer, bought a little inbox, you know, they kind of, ideal kind of schooled me to the game on how to put it together. Dope. And then I put out my first mixtape. So not for nothing, I dropped my first mixtape in Miami, it kind of blew up. Did you have like any exclusives on it? Or were you just Yeah, yeah, together, so like- at the time, yeah, at the time, you know what I'm saying? It was really like, you know, just, um, I had a couple exclusives from different Miami artists. Mm-hmm. Um, like I was working with, uh, at the time, Smitty. Smitty was okay. kind of big, so this was like, uh, Diamonds on my neck. Okay. Around that time. That. Yeah, around that time. So I had actually a host. He was my exclusive host. He helped me. You know what I'm saying? I had Smitty on there. A couple of local artists as far as like exclusive. The rest of the music was just music I vibe to. The name of my mixtape was Dope Boy Music. Mm-hmm. Right? So what I did, I was into the trap shit. You know, all the trap shit. I took all the best kind of trap shit I love mm-hmm. and just, you know, created a mixtape and kind of put it out. My mixtapes kind of got popping in the city, mm-hmm. right, for the most part. Um, then I kind of hooked up with a, a DJ coalition by the name of Street Connect DJs who was heavy in the strip clubs. You feel shout me? They were the ass. Shouts out to, you know, DJ Crunch 1, DJ Meat. So they was kind of... Damn, cr- bro, what's yeah. up? I haven't talked to Crunch 1 in a Yeah, minute. Crunch 1 moved to Georgia. Yeah, really? Yeah, he moved to Georgia a couple years ago. He yeah, moved to Georgia. You talk couple- to him at all? Yeah, kind of, you know what I mean? Good? Yeah, we, we straight, we cool, you bro, know. I haven't talked to him in a Yeah, man, yeah, yeah, he actually moved to Georgia, you know what I mean? But yeah. I got down with them through the mixtapes, you feel me? So, you know, in, 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 in me getting with Street Connect DJs and them being such a heavy in the princess, uh, heavy presence in the strip clubs, it was a natural mm-hmm. evolution for me to get f- go from making the mixtapes to DJing in the strip clubs. So that's kind of how the connection came. Dope. Yeah. And where does um the relationship with Berg come in? Because right, so. Berg, Berg, people been waiting on some like a project. Yeah, from Berg, yeah, right? definitely. And it's like, bro, I respect Berg so much because he don't go with like the crowd. Like nah. he's gonna like try something, like do something of different. Of course, always. And I'm glad he went to like getting a DJ to be a part of the tape, like how it should be, <laughs> exactly, bro. Exactly. In a time where artists are not doing that, they don't. Do you be feeling like that? Like, yeah, no, they, they, they nah, not, they, sure, they not respect, nah. artists are not respecting the DJ they like they should be, bro. They not respecting the DJ. They definitely not respecting the DJ. But one thing about Berg, you know what I mean? Berg has been 
been real. It's real important to him for him to push culture. You know what I'm saying? He's he's a real hip hop head, not for nothing. You know what I mean? He understands the importance of the DJ. He understands the importance of the connection. Mm. You get what I mean? And then how me and him kind of um, came to rocking out. Back to what? Back to the mixtapes. It started with the mixtapes. Mm. All right, so my mixtape series was Dope Boy Music, right? Like I said, this is around the time drama was doing its thing and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. So outside of my uh, Dope Boy Music series, I wanted to do like a Gangsta Grills, which is like, a, you know, a, a pick a certain artist yeah. and just going on them. One of the first artists I chose to do was Berg. Right, I didn't have no relationship with him. Haven't met, never met him or anything. You know what I mean? I was just a fan of his music, like everybody else was in the city. Mm-hmm. I put out an unofficial mixtape mm-hmm. on Iceberg. It was called uh, uh, Trap Certified. That was the name of the mixtape series. Unofficial. Boom! I put it out. All the little sites back then. It was like mixtape torrent. It was like uh, 24hourhiphop.com. Exactly. Like, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was all the mixtape sites. I put it out there. Bird got wind of it. Right, he got wind of it, and he was like, damn, he was really fucking with the, the mixtape. So, you know, I had my info on there. He reached back out to me and was like, K, let's do an official mixtape. You feel me? I see you fucking with me. All right, I want to give you an official Iceberg mixtape. So we did that. Boom. We did, ended up doing Strictly for the Smokers, right, which is one of his, you know, his pantheon of mixtapes. This is one of his classic mixtapes. So that's the, how the kind of uh, connection came. I, I did an unofficial mixtape. He heard it. He reached back out, mm-hmm. and then we just locked in ever since. Bro, how do you um? What would you? How do you think a DJ should build a relationship with an artist? Like, how does that work? Like, say someone wants to get cool with a Berg or get cool. Like, how did you? How does that go? The relationship between the the give and take between the DJ and the artist, like how you did with Berg. Like, All right, how did so that build? so first off, um, I would say you gotta be, you know, you gotta really be a fan of their music. You know what I'm saying? You got to really be fucking with their music, playing their music. You know what I mean? Show them you, you playing, showing them you playing their music, showing them you, you really, you know what I'm saying? A fan of what they do for the most part. Mm-hmm. And then from there, you know, that right there, um, I would say would, you know, kind of translate into like, okay, from the artist standpoint, damn, this DJ really fucking with me. You feel yeah. me? And then... Work your way up, you know what I mean? But it definitely starts by playing the music. Berg, you know, I mean, uh, playing the Kay, music. You know what it is is that, bro, I'm so jaded. I'll, I'll be honest with you, I'm yeah. jaded, bro. Uh-huh. I hate these artists, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you, like, you know what it is? I'm gonna tell you, like, yeah, I've done a lot for artists, uh-huh. right? From risking my job on radio, yeah, from risking my job at the club where, yeah. where, where I work, what pays me, from, mm-hmm. from doing a lot, you know what I'm saying? And ask me how many plaques I got. Shit. How many plaques you got, chops? Not one, pop. Not one, B. And and it's not like some shit. Of course. And it's not, I'm not here talking about like, bro, I'm like hurt from it. it, I don't don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it goes to show you, like, that's just an example of just like, I'm the DJ who be going so hard for artists, bro. And it's like, bro, they don't, don't, it's never like a give and take. You know what I'm saying? It's it's never. They never, they never coming back and throwing the rope back. They never, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to lie. I'm like the jaded girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Who been like, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) yeah. So it's like some DJ, DJ therapy right (laughs) now. Nah, I get it though. I get it. I get it. And it'll make you jaded. It'll make you like, damn, you know what I mean? Fuck niggas and not really go off them. But not for nothing. With Berg, it's just, it's, 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 Outside of the music, we real brothers. Yeah. You get what I'm trying to say? It's like if it was just a music relationship, it would kind of be different. But outside of the music, like we're real brothers, you know what I mean? Yeah. So for that relationship right there, like 
it's bigger than music, but I get where you're coming from as far as like the relationship with the artist, yeah. not for nothing, you know, but like I just always took it as like I'm going to always get mine, and that's why yeah. I got into making music, you feel me? That's yeah. why I got into putting out music, you know what I mean? That's why, because not for nothing, as a DJ, I feel like that's got to be your natural evolution, Right, you gotta you gotta make music, produce music. You gotta because there's only so much we can do from the DJ booth, like from the club. For, exactly, yeah. there's so many, so much You're we can hit do. Hit a like, ceiling. Only seven, only so many days a week you can work. So exactly, many hours. and then even like on a you know a spiritual level, a deeper level, we got thoughts, we got ideas, we got vibes we want to put into the universe. Oh, right, because it's from our perspective of exactly. like we know what's missing, but like we know what'll work. I feel like artists need to listen to DJs. Bro. Yeah, like, nah, not for nothing. And what the greatest producers. What were they first? DJs. Mm. They was always DJs. You know what I mean? Like they was always DJs. So for for a DJ, I feel like it's a natural. You gotta, you know, it, a lot of DJs though that might not be their passion. So I'm not gonna say you have to, but mm -hmm. it makes sense to naturally evolve into making music, producing exactly. music. You know what I mean? In turn, now what you becoming an artist. You feel me saying like you know not for nothing at the live house too. You know what I mean? Like you know they. Teach me about royalties, and you know what I mean. This right is you know dis distributed through Symphonic. You know what I mean. Like yeah. it's real distribution behind this project, and these are shit we got to learn as far yeah. as like DJs. You know what I'm yeah. saying. The way it's back to what you were saying, like with the artists, like okay, it's all right if you get burned. They gonna have to come back for come back yeah. for you for some beats. They gonna have to come back for you. You know what I'm saying. If That's you on fact. your shit, so you know what I mean. They could do what they do, but if you yeah. as a DJ on your shit, like they always gotta come see you. Chuck. It's only right we get to this like royalty, bro. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like we needed these checks, of like course. because bro, how we can't of be. You know what I mean? Like yeah, we can't be out here. You know, just slaving. How do you be? Feel, how do you? How do you feel about that? Like the the thought of like when people be like, "Yo, you can't DJ when you're 45, when you're nah, 40." Like nah, as long I used as to think that when I was younger, like yo, I gotta get to a certain point by this age. Mm -mm. But now I'm here and I see DJs. My OGs still like Camilo, and I see DJs that they're older, but they look good. They don't look crazy. Nah, like, I, you... I guess. You could DJ, uh, especially like they like, like to put you know ageism on them. But as far as like if you stay tapped in to the, because you got to stay tapped into the youth. Right, right. You feel what I'm trying they to run, say? That's they a, it's a youth that's game. A, exactly, especially in hip hop. Right, right. As long as you stay tapped into the youth, what's moving the youth, you could DJ till you're 80. Yeah, you and as long as you're say? just not looking crazy. Exactly. Like, don't try to dress too crazy. Exactly. Like, don't just still be yourself. <laughs> still be yourself. Because yeah. look, you look at our OG DJs. Look at look at I uh, put up like. DJ like Red Alert, you know what I'm right. saying? Right. Pioneers, still Fact. out here. Yeah. DJ Premier, Pioneers, Fact. still out here. You get what I'm trying to say? So you could do this in perpetuity, if that's how the word is. Fact. You know what I mean? If I use that right. You could DJ yeah, till you're 80. Good, though. Fuck all yeah. that. Yo. <laughs> Yo, but... Um... <laughs> Okay, so let me ask you this: yeah. when, when you in your world, when you're when you're DJing and the songs that you're playing, uh -huh. let me ask you this: what do you think? music is missing what would you like to see more like when you're DJing like damn we need some of this like tell me something that you think uh, music I, would, is I, would, I say for the most part you know and I don't want to get too preachy but we definitely need more positive messages you okay. know what I mean definitely so need so you're talking lyric content yeah definitely, definitely need more uh, balance you okay. know what I'm saying I think you know I feel like you well, know you think you could, you think you could play like a positive shit like in the club like yeah the club, that's like, what Forever Live is you feel okay. me that's what Forever Live is that's alright like positive like, strip club yeah music. you, you don't got have to be so it, it, but that's what I don't even want to put it you know what I'm saying um, and like I said it's uh, 
I call it that because, you know, not for nothing, it's the life state that me and my dog was in when we was making the music. You feel mm-hmm. me? And you know, whatever life state you're in, it's going to come out in whatever you do. So you 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 was there um, on on the recordings of all the songs? For all the songs. I picked the beats. You feel me? We got oh. skits on there. Like, for nothing, we got Uncle Al on there. Nice little skit. You, could, you know what I mean? Like, so as far as like with the vision and everything, I was, you know what I mean, responsible. Me and my dog, Berg, we really sat. We sat for about a year on this project. Yeah. I- and you know what I mean? It was really like well put together, real, well curated. You know, oh, really so yeah, this is, this is my first foray to producing, putting tracks together. You know what I mean? Putting music out. You know what I mean? We got a lot of young uh, live house artists on there that we um introducing. Jump Boy Flex and a lot of um new production, young live house production on there. Which, yeah. which is which is you think, bro? Cause I brick, bro. Mm-hmm. Berg still be going off. I be playing the classic. Yeah, shit, bro. you so gonna fuck with Sunshine and I, I already, you, I already know what you want. Which is the one that's gonna go. Like I already know what you want. To me personally, like all of them go right. right but of for of course, we DJs in the club. You know, it's you gonna go with Sunshine and you gonna go with Give 'Em Mo. You gonna go with High You. Okay. Right. You could go with Forever Live the outro. You could go with all of them for wow. the most part. Like it's it's high vibrational music, man. I'm I'm trying to make music to get people think, to get people to think, get people to move, get people to dance. You know what I mean? Oh, Everything that's associated. What we need. That's what we yeah, need. Everything like, associating with vibing high. You know what I mean? I feel like you could definitely merge the two chops. Like if you know you could be on there saying some positive things as long as the beat is jamming. Yeah. You feel what I'm trying to say? I think a lot of times where um we get a divide is like and i hate to call them conscious or backpack or whatever but i feel like you know they focus more on the lyrics and not too much the production not to say they don't focus on the production but the production that's gonna get people to move right you feel i'm trying to say the production that's gonna get me people to bounce exactly you know what i mean or to take a little bit of blame bro because y'all need to switch it up a little bit experiment with your sound bro everything can't just be 808s (laughs) on a 75 bpm you know what i'm saying like if you be feeling like i'm playing the same song yeah, nah, nah, facts. So if you kind of merging the two, you know what I mean? You get you give them good positive messages, but you also jamming. It could work. Mm. You know what I mean? It could definitely work. You, you know what I mean? And we, bro, our city is a city of tempo, bro. Y'all need. Yeah. I, I, I want to see more up tempo music. Yeah. Like we dance in this city, bro. You We're not like these other cities, bro. Trust, like, we dance. We got beautiful life. women here. Yeah, good weather. Exactly. Like, like make some shit we could dance to, bro. Exactly. High would... vibrational music. That's what Talk. I like to call it. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what we on. We a city of of, of moving. We a city of energy. We're a city of, you know what I mean? Positive, positive yeah. vibes for the most part. Good vibes, party, you know what I mean? Along with all the other stuff. But when it comes to like our music and our sound, it's definitely up tempo. It's definitely getting you to move, you know what I mean? For the most part. Yeah. You know, not to put us in a box too, because it's different pockets of Miami music. But, right. you know what I mean? But our club music for the most part, our energy music, our dancing music. We dance, bro. We're exactly. not afraid to dance. We're bro. not afraid to dance. We're not afraid to move. And then, you know, not for nothing, we could throw the, the, the Caribbean aspect into it too. You know what I mean? We got different nationalities that I love to dance why, too. Yo, when I think about <laughs> when I think about why we're, I'm like, yo, why are we the only city that is like tempo? Like we, we, we're we not afraid of tempo. And I think it's because we're a Caribbean of melting course. pot. Of like course. I like to say Miami is the capital of the Caribbean. Yeah. You feel me? Like we're not like, I don't look at us like, <laughs> Um, another city in America. I look at us kind of like another city in the Caribbean. Like I we're said, Haitian, Jamaican. So like I always, the influence comes from a different cloth than what you would think Atlanta does. Exactly. You know? I like to say not for nothing. You know, of course we're in the United States, but we're more the capital of the Caribbean mm-hmm. as opposed to a city in the United States, if that makes sense. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like 
we're the capital of everything that goes on in South America, uh, 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 the Caribbean, you know what I mean? Like, we're like the Mecca, if you right, might right, want to right, say. Right, right, You know what I'm trying to say? Like, New York is up top for, you right, know what I mean? Right, When it comes to this part of the region, right. we're the capital. We're the hub. We're, we're, the hub. Hub. we're the capital. Everything come to Miami, all flavors, all nationalities, the work, for, you know what I mean? So on yeah, and so forth. Yeah. Like, we're definitely the hub. So, it's definitely... Um, an influence in our music, you know what I mean? Like not for nothing. All these cultures that you know, um, that 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 make up Miami love to dance. Yeah, and pick, it's pick, fast pick, music. Exactly. Pick pick one that doesn't from, love to dance. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. From, I can't pick from Jamaican, Haitian, Trini, Colombian, Cuban, right. Dominican. Which it's, one don't love to dance? It's a fact. <laughs> which one don't love to and dance? It, that's a fact. So bro. and then you know it's going to spill over into the hip hop. You know what I mean? And not for nothing. You know we started with Luke. We started with you know what I mean? Booty shaking and you know exactly. what I mean? You're not for nothing. I, I don't want to keep us there, you know, because that also has the advance, right. but... But we lost some of that. We, we need that back. We, we definitely, need a piece of that We back. definitely need to preserve the culture. 100%. You feel what I'm trying to say? 100%. We also got to experiment, but the culture has to be preserved because 20 years from now, whatever, when we look back, this region, Miami, Broward, Florida, needs to have a sound, needs to have a... Uh, uh, right. You know what I mean? It needs to have a, a, a native sound to what we do. We don't want to get twenty years down the line and we don't. We sound like that's why you get what I'm trying to say. We sound like all these other cities. Right. We sound like Detroit. We sound like Atlanta. We sound like nah. Even if that might not be your style, because I give you an artist like let's just say Ross. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Ross was never. If you want to say in that way, right, right, right. You get what I'm trying to say? He's he was more a rapper, lyrical. Right? He wasn't He's on a real the rapper. But exactly. But at the same time, he also dibbled and dabbled, feel me? Right, To right. make sure that he was on those records, right? 100%. That's going to preserve the culture. 100%. preserve the sound. You get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Which is, yeah, I mean, I wish, I wish, you know, I yeah. wish Khaled would do, you know, at least keep <laughs> do one track that has some Miami, got, you can tell. It got to. Because hip-hop in general... It's just so mundane right now. It's redundant. It's the same shit. So I feel like who better than a Miami artist yeah. to hit us with some tempo and switch everything up and make them follow us? What it is, well, yeah, what it is, I think it's just going to take, you know, and I don't want to speak like, you know, all hopes and, you know, be yeah, hopeful yeah. and wishful, but it's really just going to take, you know, one of our artists to to blow with the sound and then the sound, you know what I mean? Maybe it's like a visual to Exactly, sound. maybe the sound, you know, because that's not for nothing, like not for nothing. Um, cash money. Let's talk about um, baby them, and you know what I mean. All they did was take that New York, New Orleans sound, universal. Exactly. All that back that ass up and all that. That's what they was doing in the hood in New Orleans, universal. And then you know what I mean. Exactly. So, it's, so all it's gonna take is for one of them records to kind of break through, and then oh okay, now they gonna go look for yeah. that producer. Oh, what's that sound? How's them if it has drums? Has a little TikTok dance exactly. to it and shit. <laughs> exactly. Now what, what drums are they using? What's the you know what I mean? You yeah. Know? So that's, I feel like that's what's going to have to happen for it to go universal. But it definitely, that sound got to be preserved because, well, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's, it's our sound. It's native to what we do down here. You yeah, know we, what I mean? We need it, bro. You, I love, you, yo, I love, okay, I love the, I, what I love about Brick on Saturdays mm -hmm. is it's, it's packed and it's half local, mm -hmm. it's Miami Street, mm -hmm. and it's half tourists from other places. And that's how it should be. So what happens is, bro, I do a set. Where I get in my Miami shit, mm -hmm. and I'm still playing obviously a classic piccolo, classic of bird, course, classic, yeah. you know what I'm saying, Running, chip man, yeah. and shit like that. And I love how you see half the people going crazy, mm -hmm. and then half the people looking like at these people, like, yo, what the fuck is going on right yeah. now? I don't know any of this shit. I'm playing Wigan, I'm playing, I'm playing. <laughs> but that's how it's supposed to be. And you know what? Not for nothing, sorry to cut you off, but KC, salute to you. Cause yeah. you you always been one of them DJs that made it an uh, issue. 
to play Miami music, play local shit, play. You feel what I'm trying to say? And it's not like you trying, it's really in you. You get what I'm trying to say? So on your sets, you always been one to, nah, I got to make sure, I, you know what I mean? And then that's how partying should be. Because when we go to these other cities, right? When I'm in Houston, I, like, I've never been there, but I'm pretty sure if I go there, I'm hearing some Slim Thug. I'm bro. hearing, you know what I mean? When, when I girl, go bro, to- girls come up to me, they're like, yo, can you play some Houston music? We're from Houston, for example. <laughs> yeah. And I'll be like, yo, if I go to Houston and ask for Miami music, they're going to look at me like I'm crazy. There you go. There you go. You know what I'm saying? So that for nothing. And then like when you're traveling, you want to go to these spots and be in these cities and be like, yo, I heard this shit down in Miami that, you feel me? And then you when want, you- You want a vacation and match the audio you were hearing. Exactly. And, like, and then when, the you, when you go back to your city, yeah, this is the song now that they jamming and not for nothing. If that song ever blows up, it's like, yeah, I remember I was down in Miami and it was, you know That's what I mean? a fact. Because That's we go to shit. Atlanta, we're going to go and hear a bunch of shit yeah, we never heard exactly. in our life from Atlanta. <laughs> exactly. Like and they and they, 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 they steadfast on playing their shit. So like I said, that's how it should be in a Miami club. You feel what I'm trying yeah. to say? We should be, had that set, that 20, 30 minutes or whatever of all our shit. You mean? So them out-of-towners know how we vibe, know right. what we on. You get what I mean? And then speaking to the Miami artists that are listening, like when I say like that, when you say says that 20 30 minute set it's that up tempo juke set that I'm I don't like that I still have to play the classics I don't like that I but but because we need new we need, we new. need new of that give us new of that that's why I already know because Berg played me one of these <laughs> records and I and it was that vibe like, you know what I'm saying but that not for nothing too speaking to Miami artists um it's all about evolving the sound too you get what I'm trying to say? Because you can't be stuck with the same, you know what I mean? And we like you, you can't be playing them old 10-year, 15-year right. classics. So it's, it's up to Miami artists to also evolve the sound. You get right, what I'm right. trying to say? Make sure you're making an effort to evolve the sound, you know what I mean? Exactly. But there's a couple records out there. I'm going to put you on um, KC Chops where they young niggas out there kind of evolving the sound, you know what I mean? Shouts out to GT yes. Will. He got a big record out there called Skate Zone. Oh, yeah, uh, he on the that. album, you know what I'm saying? You know? Mike Smith got another record out there kind of Shout doing this Mike thing. Smith. Yeah. Mike Smith keeping the shit alive. You feel me? He got a record out there kind of, you know, preserving the sound and, 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 and you know, it is what it is. I got to give City Girl props because they preserve the shit yeah, too. They do those up tempo yeah, shits that, them, yeah. you know, they may not catch nationally, but I, I, I appreciate them for doing yeah, that, Yeah, got to, got to, man, because it's our sound and it definitely got to be preserved. 20 years from now, you know what I mean? We don't want to look back and be like, damn, what, 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 what we sound like? Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? What, what's so Miami? Right. What's Dade County? What's Brown? County was was Florida sound like you know that's a fact yeah but, um damn though who's this on the cover though all right so yeah that's uh you know I had to pay for that though but shouts out to oh. your model shouts out to- <laughs> why do you have to say that K you could have gave me like a story some ill shit nah that's my home girl actually you know we actually got cool after the but yeah, yeah she's a model uh, her name is uh, Peach So Fine on uh, Instagram she's actually in the video you know me and Bird got a video for um the first record off Forever Live so you go check the video she's so, she's in the video so I figured it, it I just came out already yeah yeah it's out it's out on YouTube right now you know what I'm okay. saying you go check that out and I figured I just you know keep a cohesive kind of vibe so I used her Dope. you know what I mean and I'm definitely you know like I said high vibrational music even on down to the cover you know what I mean I was gonna say it gives me like two live crew vibe exactly so I wanted to do that. I see damn you the Casey that's why I fuck with you though I wanted to do my version of that you feel me oh, yeah. I'm on my high vibrational shit you know what I mean eating healthy working out so on and so forth you feel me but I still wanted to keep the the essence of that 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 on the beach 
two live vibe, you know yeah. what I mean? As far as like um being a DJ and my foreign the DJ. So I just kinda spent it and you see me, I'm in a, on there with a baddie eating fruit, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Talk girl. about it, yeah, talk your yeah, shit. Yeah, so that's it's it's crazy that you caught on to that, Casey, because that's what I was going for. You know what I mean? That's, that's why dope. you a real one, my boy. That's dope. Uh that's one. That's right, Kay. I always see you in the gym, bro. Yeah, nah, shit, nah, bro. for nothing. I'm what? a um, certified personal like trainer. Not a lot. Certified personal right. trainer. Talk your shit. Yeah. I feel like, bro, there's not, I mean, I like it, but there's not a lot of DJs that are like on their health shit, bro. Nah, they got, with our lifestyle, you gotta be. I feel like there's not a lot of us, bro. Not for nothing, not for nothing. Casey, I was going so hard, I gave up the drinking. You know what I'm saying? I gave Damn. up the drinking. Like I don't even drink no more. You get what I mean? That's I don't even. I gave. I gave. I gave up the liquor. You know what I mean? Because not for nothing. Like in our profession, especially when you're going hard seven days a week, like you're in a year or two become an alcoholic. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say? To you, it'll bro. catch up to you for not for nothing. So I kind of gave it up. But definitely, health is is. If not the most important thing in our industry and what we do, because not for nothing, let's just think the hours of the night with DJing, right? It's not natural for the it's human body. It's not natural bro. for the human body. And then if you go to eat what you're eating, nine times out of ten, it's some fried shit. Exactly. Like, yeah. Your circadian rhythm all fucked up. Now you're, you're not sleeping good because you just ate some fried exactly. shit. Now you're waking up with the ill bags in your eyes. <laughs> <'Cause> you, and, <laughs> right. And now, Heartburn. Yeah. Because your stomach is actually closed. And if that's the, the case, you better take your ass right to the gym. Yeah, exactly. But a lot of people not. They open, they watching Netflix yeah, and shit. Sure, they not got for their none. blinds still closed. It's 3 p.m. <laughs> the sun is out, but the blinds are closed. They in like a dungeon in their yeah, crib. Yeah, so if you're not, if you're not out here drinking water if you're not out here working out you know what i mean like 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 back to what we were saying in the beginning you could if you if you on your shit you could dj up until you like 60 you know what i'm saying another job just to maintain yourself exactly so in that same breath you want to keep your body to the highest capacity just like i treat this shit like like an athlete how athlete would train bro that's crazy bro i literally (laughs) said this the other day i I told my homeboy who's a dj who's struggling with his way i told him yo i'm only a dj at night during the day i I played ball in high school like in my mind i'm an athlete i played ball in high school too i'm an athlete in my mind (laughs) during the day i got gym shorts like i'm just moving like and then i turn into a DJ at night. I'm not one of these DJs during the day going through my music, like doing all that. <laughs> nah. nah, bro. Like I'm not doing all that shit. Definitely bro. not. And that's how I got into the personal training because outside of DJing, like I played ball in high school. I was in the gym every day too. You feel me? Yeah, I played for uh, Sunset. Basketball, football. basketball. I play basketball. You know what I mean. Shout out to the Miami Sunset down there. He was in a guard, right? Yeah, a point guard. You know what I mean. Started varsity, tenth grade, eleventh grade, twelfth grade. I was doing my That's thing. What's up. You feel me? Shout yeah, out to ch- as long, yo, as long. I play on Tuesdays. As long yeah. as I can still dunk, I'm not. The day that I can't dunk is when aging starts for me, bro. Bro, I'm what 30, 34 yeah, years old, and I can still, I can still yam it. Bare, barely. I'm not gonna lie to you. Okay, barely. As long as you can still get up there. My boy be calling a power. I'll be like, yo, suck my dick. That shit was As long as you can still yeah. get up there, smack a little backboard too. You good, my boy. Yeah. You good. <laughs> so, so, you know, it's definitely real important, man, if you want to prolong your DJ life, you know what I mean? Because not for nothing, we're in the worst of environments when it comes in. But between the liquor and the food. And it's dark. Come, and it's night. And like it's, it's nighttime. Like, and it's smoky it's clubs. It's like a sci-fi movie. Smoky clubs. You know what I'm saying? So if you're not out during the day keeping your shit in shape, like... You know, it, it it could it's gonna take a toll on you. Not it can, it will for the most part. Yeah, and then, if it, if it wasn't for, not, for the yeah. gym, I would lose my mind. And then bro. not for nothing. Think about DJing. What we doing? Four to eight hours. We just standing. Sit. Or we sitting. 
Like, no movement, no real, you know what I'm saying? I be stretching. You be stretching? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 yeah. I'll stretch session in, bro. I be in the booth doing push-ups sometimes, yeah. man. I be on my shit. Dumbbells to the booth? Like, <laughs> on my shit. If it's on a slow day, yeah. I do some push-ups, bro. Get right, man. Bro, you know, when I, was, when I graduated high school and I stopped playing ball, it was the first time in my life where I was like, oh, shit, I don't got to play ball. I was chilled. And it was the first time in my life and I got fat. Mm. And I saw that the way I get fat, it looks like I'm pregnant. Mm. I only carry weight in my stomach. I look like yeah, one. Not for so I saw that and I was like, bro, never again. And I've never missed more than two weeks in the gym my whole life since that time. Since nah, I was 21, man, I'm bro. glad I'm glad you caught that, my boy. Because I like people... pussy, bro. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you, Kay. I like women. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't do I do this Facts. shit because I like women, bro. Facts, like it's cool the boy. health shit and all that, yeah. but I was whatever, like, I want women whatever, to like me, bro, and I got to look like a, a whatever. Wolf. Whatever is your motivation, right? Whatever is your motivation to get in there, get in there, God damn it, because it's, it's like, it's not for nothing, man. It's the most important. Like, before anything, health should supersede anything you do in your life. Your workout should be the first thing on your schedule and then everything else after that. I'm going to get deeper than that, too. If you're not working out and maintaining your physicality, you're being disrespectful to God. Facts. Straight Come up. Come on, man. This As temple. a man, you have, you have to be war-ready. Your physicality got to be on point at all times. This, time. this like, temple that you're blessed with, this is the best machine ever created on the planet Earth. You feel me? This is the best no man could ever recreate this body that we have. You feel me? So why are you going to treat it like a nigga, a nigga have a dope car and never put... Never put um premium sorry, gas. sorry ass gas yeah. in there. All right, but you want to put the, the sorry ass gas in your body? That don't make no sense. And you got the, the best machine ever. You get me? So yeah, nah, dog. It's all about elevating and you know what I mean? The high vibing. And then, you know, as far as the mental part of it goes, like yeah, I understand too. what anxiety is like. Your, your mind is, is moving so fat. But mm -hmm. when I tell you, if you lift some weights... You st your mind calms like facts, after you finish, facts. and you be on like a high the rest of your day, bro. Not like, for nothing. We could even go into diet. You know what I mean? When you start mm. eating the right things and cutting out the, you know what I mean? Like, all right, moods and and emotions have a direct correlation to what you eat to your gut. You know what I mean? It's called serotonin, if I'm not mistaken, right? And then you have a nerve in your back, right, that goes straight to your brain. Mm -hmm. So like emotion and things like depression, anxiety, those are a lot of times a direct connection to what you're eating. You feel what I'm trying to say? So if you're eating bullshit, right? It's a fact. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's so a fact. Yeah, so when you start changing up your diet, you start seeing like, damn, you know what I mean? You're a lot calmer. You feel what I'm trying to say? Your, your mind is a lot clearer. Mm. You get what I'm trying to fact. say? You're, you're not like uh, aggy all the time. and You look good in the you mirror. You look good in you know the mirror. Like, like, it's a lot of, uh, it's too many benefits to just kind of like eating right and cutting out the bad shit. But spiritually, like it's, it, it puts you in a whole nother realm that you kind of like not for nothing. See, Casey Chops, we we kind of like talk about it, but not uh, unless you kind of go through it, mm -hmm. you kind of never really kind of understand it. You know what I mean? We could tell somebody like, yeah, boy, you got to do is stop eating the fat, the wrong shit, and blah, blah, blah. Right, right. And then, and then they'll be like, yeah, they'll listen to you, whatever. But you really have to physically go through it to see like, yo, bro, I don't get heartburn no more. Bro, I don't get stuffy noses no more. You get what I'm trying yeah, to say? Yeah, you don't get like, sick no you more. Exactly. Like, 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 yeah, you really got to kind of go through it 
and 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 to see the real benefits, you know what I mean? But I be trying to, oh man. I, just, <laughs> I mean, I guess some it's just yeah. tough, go because you can't. Like I've had so many friends that I just try to help, but it's like you can't make them want it for themselves. Nah, they like, gotta, you know, they kind of like, gotta go through it, and or you just gotta be the example. Like for me, I try to set be an example. That's why I'm always posting. My I see you positive, and, warrior yeah, shit. I had to do, I had to do, get on my page. He was like, damn, I don't even know you DJ. You, you post so much training. You feel me? But not for nothing. Like for me, that's real important. That's part of the brand. Exactly. Of that's real important because I want, I want to show people that I could. DJ eight hours a day at night and still get up in the morning and mm, go do it. Mm. So there's no excuse for you. Talk your shit. You get what I'm trying to say? There's no excuse for you to, to, to not be able to, you know what I mean, DJ or whatever it is you do maintain, and get up in the morning to go work out. Like Maintain your physical Yeah, got to. Bro, I, I read a quote and this shit was so hard. It said, a society that separates its thinkers from its warriors will have its fighting done by cowards and its thinking, thinking done by... It'll have its thinking done by cowards and its fighting done by fools. Nah, that's so. What I'm saying shit. is, that's you, bars right there, because kid. right, yeah, because like we either got the brolic motherfuckers in the gym that got their physicality, but they're stupid in the mind, mm -hmm. or you got the skinny, smart motherfuckers, but got no physicality. Yeah, they're cowards. Nah. So they're so now we got the the smart motherfuckers, but they're cowards. So they make whatever decisions. But and then you got. The, the the fighters, but they they're fools. Nah, like they can't. It's the it's the combination of both. You gotta have both. It's the bro. combination of both. You gotta and be not a thinker nothing, and a fighter. Not for bro. nothing. What you know? What we look at? You know these head of these corporations, and I don't want to call them names, but dudes like you know Bill Gates and all that. They're all like frail, and you know what I'm saying. They won't go to war. I, I, They'll send you to war. <laughs> exactly. My thing they're is, they're all frail, and they, and they depending on like like you know vaccines and 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 science and medicines and all that instead of just putting in the work. You feel me? Getting up every day, doing some push-ups, doing some squats. Like, you know what I mean? It has to be. It keep your it keeps your blade sharp, bro. Always. Like, I need my thing is, bro. Is I don't want friends. I don't want people around me. Look, look. I have the high and buy friends, the acquaintances, but mm. the people around me. I feel like if I can't go to war with you. Like if a fight doesn't break out yeah. and me and you are like holding it down, I can't be around you. Nice. Like I can't. If you don't got your physicality, it's hard for me to want to be around you, bro. Because. That's facts. It's facts. You know what it is too? On a deeper level, like when you start vibrating on a certain frequency, everything in your circle got to vibrate in that same frequency. And steel sharpens steel. Exactly. So now you guys are competitive against each other. It's like, okay, 20 push-ups, K. Okay? All right, I'm going to do 30. Everything, now we're keeping each other sharp. Everything in your circumference got to be on that same frequency because if not, what it's going to do is going to pull you back. It's going to slow you up. You feel what I'm trying to say? It's like when you're elevating, there's only room for certain certain things that's matching your frequency. Because if not, it's going to pull you back. Like you get to a certain point, you don't got time for certain shit. Yeah. You don't got time for excuses. You don't got time for shit that's not feeding your soul. You don't got time for shit that's um, moving you intellectually or enlightening you. For You know what I mean? So on and so forth. So if it's not on your same frequency... You gotta cut it you out. You gotta cut it out. Yeah. It's gonna slow you up. And that goes for people. That goes for and the higher the you, things you watch, things you eat, you know what I'm saying? Shit like and that. The higher your standards go and the more levels you, you complete, it's gonna be harder to find those people. Cause yeah. it's like you're now you're going up and most people are exactly you can't go they down. Stuck. Like, they stuck, they yeah. stuck, you so know you what I mean? Which is so it's also so it's it's all it's just be dope when you find certain people on your kind of same wavelength. Because trust me, the higher you go, the higher you elevate, the less people you're going kind of you, you could fuck yeah, with exactly because you're because going they, down you can't they not on your frequency you know what i'm saying they not on your frequency so you know it can get it can get 
lonely sometimes. I ain't even gonna lie to you. You know what I mean? I agree with you 100%. I'm by myself 80%. And And you know what's crazy with the DJ shit is that we're not lonely in our job. Like, we know so many people, (laughs) but it's like, and I said this too the other day, Kay, like, imagine our job, right? I told my boy, like, imagine a job where people just want shit from you. You just go in and people just, yo, play this record. Can you shout this out? Do this for me. Do this for me. Let me come on yeah. the, the pop at like. Yo, it, it, it makes DJ you the, therapy, dog. Talk. DJ therapy, dog. Because I, I was going through the same shit with this little girl I was dealing with. Like when I get home at night, sometimes it's like, yo, you're mentally drained to the mm. fullest. You feel me? And not for nothing like on the strip club shit. It's it's deeper than just motherfuckers who want requests. You got girls, you got motherfuckers coming up to the booth. So it's a constant of gimme, 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 to the point where you can't even be in your set. Like you came in with you came in today with this shit you gonna drop and blah blah blah. But there's so much gimme, gimme, gimme. When you leave the club, you hate everybody. You hate everybody. You don't want to. Yo, sometimes I ride home in silence, kid. Like you know, some classical music. Cause it be to the point. It's like yo, you you're mentally drained from. How much you giving all day on the shift? Which you know is why what I'm we saying? gotta be by ourselves, and then I gotta go back in my cocoon and like recharge yeah. my battery and talk to nobody, <laughs> talk bro. To nobody. People don't understand that shit, bro. <laughs> they don't, my boy. They don't. It's you definitely know? some DJ therapy, but yeah, that's what it is, man. But you get used to it, you know what I mean? Like at least, at least for me, like you know what I mean. I'm already. What kinda... do you? What is your um? Let's go over the specifics of your workouts and yeah. your diet. Like okay. what do you? What do you? What do you? What's your vibe? All right, so now for mine, we'll start with the workouts. All right, so you know, like I said, I'm a certified personal training mm-hmm. all right so i give you give how many let, days a week you in the gym i'm in the four days a week now okay. because you know i'm djing the other the other three four days out the week you know what i mean gotcha. and then i dj a day shift so i can't really be in there you gotcha. know when i get out the gym, the gym clothes um for the most part but um when it comes to training like you know i'm like i said i'm a certified personal trainer um i said i kind of focus on total body workouts Right, because okay. if you if you I'm gonna give you some trainer science, right, for uh-huh. your listeners and stuff like that. So not for me. Um, give you some trainer science. Uh, you got bodybuilding and you got functional, right, training. It's uh-huh. two different things. All right? Right, right, bodybuilding is, you know, going in the mirror and kind of focusing on one body part. Mm-hmm. That's bodybuilding. Most. If you're not into working out or into training, you'll follow a bodybuilder. Mm-hmm. So you'll go right behind a bodybuilder who has cut up his whole body and it's just kind of isolating certain muscles to get right. bigger and think that's for you, right. right? But nah, regular everyday people, right, need to focus more on functional training. Mm-hmm. What's functional training? Your body moves seven ways, mm-hmm. right? Most people go in the gym and what do they do? Push and pull. Right. They barely even get a squat. You right. feel me? They right, always right, push right. and they pull it. But the seven ways your body moves. You got to push, you got to pull, you got to squat, you got to bend, you got to twist, you got to lunge, and then you got to run, walk, or jog, right? Okay. So when it comes to creating a workout, a total full body workout, right, you got to incorporate at least five of the seven into your workout. So you're more, your workouts are more functional, full body vibes. Full body functional. I'm going to tell you why they kind of have to be like that, right? Not for nothing, your body and your muscles outside of the gym mm-hmm. are never isolated, right? Mm-hmm. You're never in a position to where you're in a knee extension. Or you're just like doing a bicep or you're, curl. Or you're under, exactly. Yeah. In life, you're never in these positions, right? Your, your muscles are always working together, you know what I mean, in unison. Right. So when it comes to training, you want to train like that. You're training, right? for, you're training you're your training type to of be, training is like real life movements. Exactly. Yeah. You're training to be a stronger person outside of the gym. 
You feel me? Gotcha. You're training to be... Your sport is life. Exactly. You're training to be, let's just say, for instance, like your, you know, your everyday life. You got a baby in your hand and some groceries and you mm. drop your keys. Mm. Right? Mm. Right? You're going to have to know how to kind of lunge. You're going to have to type of do these yeah. real movements in real life. Yeah. If right? You, if you want to be playing with if your kids you, on the floor exactly. when you're 60 years old. You you in the kitchen and something falls off the um the top of the uh, fridge or whatever, you're going to be able to try to reverse lunge to kind of get... It. You get me? I'm trying to say. You know what? A part of a big part of what you're you're, you're saying is is like stability. Yeah, because nah. it's one thing to grow the muscle, but it's another thing to have the muscle be stable to exactly. where you can control. Uh, all right, so that goes back into the functional training now, right? Functional training when each of these parts of the uh, body, each of these seven that you know, what I mean, you're training when they get fully developed, right? You now then are stronger in your isolation movement. To grow them. Exactly. Mm. You feel me? You're stronger in your curls or whatever it is you want to kind of focus on. Yeah. But you have to get your total body, right, built up before you start working about, before you start worrying about the isolation. Right. You get what I'm trying to say? Right. And so your trainer, like I'm going to give you the science, like if you go work out with a trainer, nine times out of ten, he's going to put you through these seven different movements. It's a million different exercises with a million different names. You got Russian deadlift, Romanian, Bulgarian split squat, right. woo, woo, woo. But they all fall under these seven movements. You get what I'm trying yeah. to say? They all fall under these seven movements. So when it comes to incorporating the workout, you just want to make sure you get five out of the seven, whatever it is, exercise, right? Well, and then at the end of the workout, if you want to focus on your chest, you want to focus on your back, yeah. you want to focus on your legs, that, that's when you go focus Got on. You. you get what I mean? Got so you. on and so forth. So. Yeah, I thought about doing that type of vibe because I wanted to get good at calisthenics. Nah, like you, got like the, you, like got more, you got to. You got to. You got to do an all around. Because I'm not going to lie to you, okay? I, I ignored my legs my whole <laughs> 20s, bro. I just wanted to be like, for the hoes, yeah, look good on my facts, shirt. But, like, but a lot I'm of people. wear jeans that don't even matter. Like, whatever. They're going to be covered, yo. But then I did started doing legs. And then not for nothing, you start doing legs, your upper body gets stronger. Because legs are your biggest muscle in your body. Biggest that muscle generates your, the most blood. Of course, like, of course. It's your legs and your core, mm. right? That's really, it's your core. You feel me? Where yeah. everything starts. That's why a nigga like Bruce Lee was so, you feel me? He yeah. wasn't like no big bodybuilder or not like that, but it was the core. It was yeah. the, you know what I mean? 100%. Exactly. These things you got to get Having right a strong first. core? Bro, yeah. Like, these things you got to get, and this, and this all comes from, like I say, functional training. You got to first, a lot of people skip the mind-muscle connection, mm. right? These movements you got to have a mind-muscle connection with before you load the weight, right? Exactly. If, if you got to be able to, you got to be able to flex the muscle without even having weight. A lot of people, you tell them flex their hamstring. They don't even know how to flex <laughs> you gotta, their hamstring. You got to be able to learn these movements before you learn the weight. So I'll give you an example of like a lunge. You feel what I'm trying to say? You got to be able to fully do a reverse lunge, side lunge, uh, whatever it is, lunge, before you go to load the Just weight. Just body weight. Exactly, body weight. A lot of people skip the mind-muscle connection and teaching the mind mm. on, on how to make this body move and what you're telling it to do, right? right? They load the weight first, and that's mm. where you get hurt. Mm. That's where you get hurt. You get what I'm trying Still. to say? So it's all about learning, like I say, them seven ways and then the mind-muscle connection and being able to do the movement first 
before you load the weight. Right, right. You get what I'm trying right. to say? Do the movement correctly. Correctly. Like with, with stability. With like. stability before you load the mm. weight. Once you got the movement stable, now you load the weight. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Now you load the oh, weight. So definitely got to incorporate calisthenics and weightlifting body, both. You know what I mean? Because not for nothing, if you never have it, you don't really need a gym. Yeah. You feel me? I, I say all this to say like you, like in, you go to a gym right now, everything in the gym is bullshit. Yeah. You feel me? 100%. The only thing you need to be concentrating on is free weights. 100%. You feel me? Free weights. All that stuff in the middle of the gym is just to sell the gym. If not, it'll be nothing. Yeah. But like, all right, I'm going to give you a perfect extension. Like if you're going to do a knee extension, you might as well do a split squat. Feel what I'm trying to say? Gosh, you do, do like an actual exactly, movement, exactly, like a realistic, a real, real life movement. Real life movement, because mm. you're going to do a split squat in life. Right. You feel me? And what are you working on when you're in the, the knee extension, the quad? Yeah. Right? So split squat, same thing. It's quad, but it's a real life movement. Yeah. You there's going to be no say? point in your life where you got to like, raw and lift there, mad weight all of a sudden one way, like, like you're going to have to like there's, move there's a no, wall or some shit. There's like a, no point in life. Yeah. That's how you see a big bodybuilder. He get under them weights and he throw up 500 but he can't do eight burpees yeah you feel what i'm trying to say yo i hate burpees who invented burpees that's some jail shit burpees be but jail. not for nothing but you know why everybody hates it because it's the super it's the super it exercises everything. exactly it's everything you bro. need every muscle in your body including your brain to do a burpee. And that goes to show, like, the, the people, the things you hate, that means you got to do them the most. You got to do them like, the most. Feel, and that's, yeah. Yo, that's, okay, that's the most important part. I'm going to get deep, but that's the most important part about working out. Yeah. Is, is another quote. The more voluntary suffering you implement in your life, the less involuntary suffering will affect your life. Damn, that's so you put shit. yourself through the bullshit. More bars. So that way when life hits you, you 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 you're, you're used you, to the bullshit you already. You sturdy. You sturdy. You tortured yourself exactly. already. You know what I'm saying? So like, it ain't nothing. You bulletproof. All everything life hitting you with you boom boom boom. You so knocking that shit off. Put yourself through that hell of the gym one hour a day. Put yourself through that hell. And then when life throws you hell, you're gonna be used to it. You're gonna it. be like, used to it. You're gonna be fine, dog. But you gotta go through some type of struggle to get anywhere. Yeah, you feel what I'm trying to yeah. say? You're never gonna get nothing in life without going through some type of struggle. So when it comes to like working out, put it on yourself, man. Get in there. Not for nothing. What people don't realize is like, okay, I'm gonna give you some more science. Uh, mesocycles. The body changes every three months, no matter what you do. Mm -hmm. So if you don't stick to a three month workout program, that's why when you go with a trainer, that I'm giving all the game out. Yeah. They try to lock oh, you in. Y'all gotta subscribe for this <laughs> they, shit. They, yeah. they, they, they try to lock you in for at least ninety days, three months, because whatever you do, gain weight, lose weight, whatever, whatever, it's every ninety days the body changes. Yeah. So a lot of people don't even get past ninety days. You feel mm. me? They go working out for a month. And I ain't seen no. Mm. But no matter what you do, whether you're trying to gain weight, lose weight, gain muscle. 90, 90 days day, yeah. is when you should start be looking for, am I doing what I need to be doing? Yeah. Then another 90 days. Then another, you get what I'm trying to say? It's, that's the pace you need to be at. That's the pace. It's three months. You feel me? It's three months of work to start looking, okay, then I'm doing something. Another three months. And another three, and you know what I mean? Another three months. So if you don't get past that 90 day, you know what I mean? Like, you, and then once you, you hit that 90 days, you're going to look in the mirror, you're going to see progress. You're going to see and progress. And you're going to get the battery in your back to like one, you're going to get motivated to do the other 90 days. By, by this time now, the body needs it. Mm. 
You feel me? Like, I'm sure, because you work out every day, be yeah. times you be laying around and you just feel like lazy, like, damn, I gotta go sweat, I gotta go do something. I feel like too much energy exactly. is stuck in me and I gotta let it go. The like, body needs it. It yeah. comes to a point now when you'd have created a, 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 such a routine of working out to whereas when you stop, your body starts feeling crazy. You start feeling mm -hmm. like, damn, well, I ain't now doing nothing. Can, now we could transition into the food. Because yeah. it's the same shit. When you start eating good and then you have a McDonald's, you're like, wait. And you're like, oh, shit. shit. And you get like shot or some yeah. shit. Like, <laughs> and then not for nothing, like some people in life, like they don't know the other side. Like they'll eat McDonald's and shit all day and they feel like having the itis and little heartburn here and there is normal. That shit's not normal. It's just poison, you feel me? You should, exactly. Poison, you, should never, you should never eat anything to where as it puts you down. So let's talk about let's get to the diet part of it yeah now are you one of those guys because yo this is my thing Kay. <laughs> i think the media they're trying to get us to stop eating meat yeah. because they want they're trying to make men women they're trying yeah. to demasculate because okay. they don't want a bunch of men standing up that's what a revolution yeah. is a bunch of men right. that said nah so i'm not i'm, I'm eating mad meat pause yeah. <laughs> like, I'm eat, yo i'm eating steaks three times a week i see joe rogan going on carnivore diets i'm like this is the shit i need bro i'm about to max out my testosterone okay all this propaganda y'all hitting me you're not gonna get me to eat plants okay are you uh, I, I don't know and see i don't I, even know if you're a plant guy but i'm a plant guy i eat fish you feel me i don't do okay. the chicken i don't do the red meat but i'm not a basher either Okay. You feel me? I'm not one of these guys gonna say, man, you're not supposed to eat that. Okay. You know what I mean? Had some, if we had, not, some, if not, you had some steaks with me, K, I'm, I'm not a basher. If you had some steaks. But, but in that same breath, I will say, mm -hmm. right? A lot of times the meat that we get into eat now. That's a fact. The quality is terrible. Exactly. And the then. Grass fed all right. everything. All grass fed everything. I don't know if you ever seen the documentary, What the Hell? You seen that yeah, one yeah, on yeah. Netflix? All right, you seen the other one? I think it was Forks Over Knives. That's another one you gotta watch. Okay. All right, so let's just say, all right. When it comes to the United States, right, they're leaning in don't like- Don't turn me off from meat, bro. You about nah, to I'm shit not, on I'm meat? Not gonna, yo, not gonna, yo, don't, don't do that. No, I'm not going to shit right, on right, meat. Right. We not shit on steak. Gonna, I'm I'm don't not, do that. I'm, I'm getting a steak tomorrow. I'm not going to shit on steak. I'm going right, to give you the right, game. Right. I'm going to give you the game right now, nigga. Like I said, I'm not a bastard, dog. I'm going to give you the game. All right, America, right, they're the leading in heart disease, blah, 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 so on and so forth, right? And then you go over there like China, right? They also eat meat too, but why are they not? Right? Why are they? Because they're, they're, they're not eating bread and calories and fried shit with the meat. Not if you just too, eat meat with vegetables, too, that, all that bullshit that happens to America <laughs> is not going to happen. That too. That too. And what I want to get to uh, further what you're saying, it's the portion size mm. of the meat. That's real. All right? Over there, for the most part, from what I've seen it's in the documentary, it's, they use their meat for more like flavoring. So you'll get like three strips of steak. On with some greens, blah 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 blah. You get what I'm trying to say? Mm. Us over here, we got to do the eight ounce, twelve ounce T-bone. Yeah. Now the problem with that is, right? The problem with that, and I'm not bashing nothing, right? Come on, come on. When you add the processed food to it, right? When you add the processed, so you're eating that and the processed food, the stomach doesn't know when to tell you to stop. Mm -hmm. You feel me? It doesn't know because you're saying if you meet, if you mix processed with unprocessed. I, I, all right, just exactly right. right I'm so which, which is gonna be the which is gonna be when I'm talking about processed the, the white rice, the bread, the uh, everything. Right, right. Outside. The French fries, like, like the, French the starch. Fries. Exactly. So what happens is right, your stomach doesn't know because it's not native to what you're supposed to be eating. It's processed. It's not real for the most part. It doesn't know when to tell you you're full. So what you end up doing is overeating. Right. You get what I'm trying to say? Right, so you right. end up overeating. Not right. so much what you're eating, it's the amount yeah, you're yeah, eating. Yeah. You, you get what you I'm trying to say? Yeah. I don't know if you ever noticed, like just say you eat a bowl of greens, right? You eat a bowl of greens, lettuce, whatever, kale. It's going to be a point where you're like, nah, I can't eat no more. Yeah. Your body's going to tell you like, yeah. that's it. 
when it comes to that, the, 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 the senses in your stomach don't really know when to tell you. Mm. So what happens is you end up overeating. So I say all that to say it's not the meat per se, all right? It's the portion and then it's the- The size that you eat with the exactly, meat. Exactly, the size that you eat with it and then the, the quality of the meat. Right, right. Because that's important too. Right, it got to be grass fed, my boy. Yeah, you feel me? It's, yeah, it's yeah. got to be because a lot of times the meat that you get, like I said, it's nothing wrong with meat, but it's like the, squirrel meat. The, the shit, shit that, that you get and the shit real. that you getting, you feel that's me? That's real. That's real. That's that's what it is with the meat. It's not so because like for none, we take it back to you know our ancestors. Like they always ate meat. They yeah. always been out there. Yeah. You feel me? But it was of the land. It was exactly right. It was it no. Wasn't. It wasn't no process in between. Only process was probably fire. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for yeah. the most part, I don't even know if they did a little seasoning. But it was <laughs> like that was the real process. It wasn't. Yo, the it white cavemen were not putting seasoning it, on it, this. It, it wasn't injected. It wasn't. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what yeah, 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 yeah. In a lab. And like I said, I was. I want to get. Too, you see like, Bill Gates yeah. trying to get us to eat some but injected that's what meat, it is. some different so, shit. Like I said, I'm not a meat bash. I'm not here to come up and, nah, you shouldn't yeah, eat it. Even yeah. though for me, I cut it out not for nothing too on a personal because, like just to say, I, I used to eat a lot of fried shit, a lot of steak mm -hmm. and stuff, and I get heartburn real bad. Got you. You feel me? I get indigestion, whatever it's want to call it. Yeah. Whereas like, I couldn't even eat a steak without eating the Tums. Mm. You feel what I'm trying to say without eating the tums or for the yeah, shit yeah, like yeah. that. Even yeah, when, hit everybody. Yeah, different. even even when I do like fried shit now, even if yeah. I do like fried vegetables, mm -hmm. anything fried gonna give me. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So I seen that for me, I can't do. Yeah, you get what I'm trying to say. So yeah. on a personal aspect, that's why I kind of really gave it up. So what are you eating? Like what is like? Um, so I eat fish. Now you're not gonna lie to you. I do eat the fish. You cook or you cook? Yeah, I cook. You feel me? I cook. I cook. I, I, I cook. definitely kind of had to get into it. Like not for nothing. Like coming up, my mom was vegetarian. Mm. So I grew up. She was so dope though. She used to still cook chicken for us though. Dope. You feel me? Never tasted, never nothing. She kind of got scared when we was young. They told her like we need irons. When well, you know your kids, they say right, yo. Right. Coming up, so she got scared, and she was like, "Okay, I'm gonna give y'all kids meat. Right. I'm not gonna eat it though." But right, right, you know right. what I mean, so that's how. So coming up, you know, like I came up on chicken and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But it wasn't like until I kind of like went on my spiritual journey and got real deep into Buddhism and so on and so forth, to where as I kind of was real conscious of what I was taking in, and then noticing like the effects of what I'm taking in have to my body, the immediate effects. Yeah, you feel me? To where I used to think it was normal. To like, like want to take a nap at 3 p.m. Exactly. After lunch, like after lunch that shit's not yeah, normal. You fact. feel me? You're supposed to be eating for energy to keep you going. It's a fact. You feel what I'm trying to say? You're not supposed to be eating to slow you down. It's a fact. So once I started paying attention to that and the certain foods that I was eating and I started cutting them out and I'm like, damn, boy, I'm light. I could yeah, yeah. DJ eight hours, get right back up at six in the morning, hit the gym, mm. train my clients, whoop, 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 chop it up with my dog at the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, shit yeah. like that. I caught it like I got real conscious of what I was taking in. So like I said, like I do the fish, you know what I mean? But I'm a lot of greens, like, you know what I mean? Kale, spinach for the most part. Um, broccoli, you do broccoli? I do broccoli, you know what I'm saying? I do uh I do uh a lot of greens, man. I just any 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 type of green, mushrooms, mushrooms heavy. You feel me? I do yeah. a lot of mushrooms. Not for nothing too, and that's why you gotta kinda learn to cook. Like you could kinda prepare certain shit. Like mushrooms and shit fire, like that. Bro, I be trying, but you can you got you could prepare certain shit, like let's just say with mushrooms that it's not gonna be equivalent to meat, but the taste. That's right, what right. I've learned. It's like a lot of times with the meat, it's just really the seasoning. Because I done had some shit in the vegan world to whereas you be like, yo. It tastes like a burger. It's, like them, it's it, not gonna be, of course, the same consistency, right. the same, but if we're talking about 
It's a good substitute. It's exactly. Yeah. If we're talking about, okay, damn, this is going to be healthy for me, then I now can be inclined to get used to this. Exactly. You get what I'm exactly. trying to say? So a lot for, not for none, a lot of it is just really be seasoning. Yeah. Now. You just got to get the right nigga who, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I done met some Roy's, vegan chefs, the West, they make everything of what I would have thought could never be reduplicated yeah. in that world. I'm talking about like oxtails. I done had vegan oxtails. Yeah, yeah, I would have never yeah, thought hell like, yeah, hell yeah. you feel? I would have never thought like, but you know what I mean? So, my um, thing is, yeah, I, like dog, to be, I, I like to be like bulky. So, like, when I'm eating rice or, or, or some starch like that, bread, mm. believe it's going to happen right after a workout. And I'm going to burn that <laughs> shit for off real quick. But all right, then, 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 then that's, that's a case by case basis, right, too. Right. Because if you're, if you're trying to put on weight and so on and so forth, if you want to kind of eat, this kind of going to help you out. You get right, what I'm right, trying right, to say? Right. So, you're going to be carb heavy, heaven now and then, so on and so forth, because you got a certain type of way you're trying to look. And there's nothing wrong with that. You get right. what I'm trying to say? But it's also like when you're doing that, just try to go for the healthiest options. Right, right, right. The you best feel? quality. Exactly. Yeah. The best quality. If you're going to do any type of fat burner, any type of pre-workout, just make sure it's naturally based. It's mm. plant-based. You sound like it's, my boy. Yeah, 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 you yeah, yeah, yeah. So you always just want All organic everything. Yeah, you, you know? just want to try to strive to, to, to look for these things. You know what I mean? Yeah. And not, nothing happens overnight. I'm not one of these niggas to get up and tell you tomorrow, give up, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But every day, just try to take a little bit out, a little bit out. And before yeah. you know it, you just... You Superman, I yeah. you know what I'm saying when it comes to like the diet and working out. I keep it a buck. I don't even eat a lot. I think that's key too. That's, but like, that's they, another they, thing they too. Did a, uh, they did a study and 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 they um they gave rats. Mm -hmm. They had three groups of, of mice in mm -hmm. the lab. They gave one group only vegetarian diet. Mm -hmm. They gave one group only a meat diet mm -hmm. to see. They wanted to see how the the mice would react to which diet was best for them. Mm -hmm. And the third group they gave. Less food. Mm -hmm. They gave them a balance, but they gave them barely anything. Mm -hmm. And they were gonna see who who lived the longest: the meat rats or the vegetable mm -hmm. rats. And it turned out that the the rats that didn't even eat anything lived the longest. Mm. So it wasn't even really about the meat and the vegetables, as far as longevity goes. If you want to live long, yeah, it wasn't really about either one. It was more about just eating less. Nah, for sure. Your Not body for... is. I, I feel good when I'm hungry. Yeah, like, nah. I feel good when I'm. Let's go. Let's go I there. I don't, let's let's go I there. Wake up, All go right. right to the gym. Let's go there. That. It's a deeper science to that, Casey, because your mind, right? Mm -hmm. When you're not for nothing, when you're, if you can get comfortable in being hungry, right? Mm -hmm. Your mind is more potent at that time. Mm. You get what I'm trying to say. A lot clear. of people, it's clear. A lot of people, you know, they get the hungry, and they. But if you can get comfortable with being hungry. Right, that feeling, that little mm. feeling of your mind is kind of more clear. Not for, nothing, suffer a little not bit. for nothing. All right, we talk about circadian rhythm. I don't know if you're familiar with of the course, yeah, of course. course. All right, so circadian rhythm, like not for nothing, you really only got to eat one time a day. You that's feel what I'm trying to say? That's a, that's a if fact. you get up in the morning from eight to twelve, you're really supposed to be on fruits. Not for nothing, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. we've been programmed to think we got to get up and eat this big breakfast and we got to have- Mad cereal and grains. And and but not for nothing, your stomach isn't even open. Your stomach doesn't open till about 12 o'clock. You know what I'm trying to say? It's closed digesting the stuff that you had from the night before. Mm -hmm. What do we do now? What are we programmed to do? Get up in the morning, big ass ham and steak, whatever, whatever, yeah, and stupid shit. whatever, but your stomach is still closed. Yeah. So what are you doing now? You just adding shit on top of shit. What happens now? Shit get caught in the gut. You get the, the old Gucci man belly, so on and so forth. You feel me? A lot of people not even fat. They just got a detox mm. of shit just sitting mm. in the intestines. Mm. You feel me? Just shit just mm. sitting in the intestines because if you're not, you know, prevy or, or, or up on your circadian rhythm, like after... 
eight, nine o'clock, it's really only supposed to be greens. Yeah. Right? Because your stomach's closed. What yeah. do we do now? We got 24 hours, uh, fried yeah. shit, three in the morning, blah, blah, blah. So you putting all this Bullshit. stress yeah. on your yeah. body and yeah. your stomach ain't even open. Yeah. And we're not, and, and by no means are we perfect. So, but what, yeah. what, what, what's good <laughs> is that when you do a high intensity workout for an hour, you're burning the rest of the day. Exactly. So what happens is if you eat the bullshit, it's gone. You're, it, it, you're it's burning gone. it quick because you- Exactly. You're, we got to incorporate like, exercise into that with the eating. It, it's go hand in hand. Exactly. Nutrition to go hand in hand. So if, on top of if you eating the bullshit and you're not exercising, boom, you fucked up. You could get away with eating the bullshit and working out because right. you're going to get in that motherfucker and you're going to burn it out. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. All the, all the like uh, heartburn and stuff, that's just subjective to certain people because some people could eat certain, they got stomachs of iron. It don't right. fuck with them. But- it go hand in hand. You feel what I'm trying to say? It definitely go hand in hand. If you not um eating right, you know what I'm saying? Like it's gonna be it's gonna be shit fucked up out there. Shit. Got <laughs> deep. Yeah, we got deep. Dr. Sebi shit. Nah, man. nah. Speaking of Dr. Sebi and shit, I knew Dr. Sebi personally. Like, not for nothing. For real? That's why I'm so heavy on my health kick. Yeah, like, That's okay, dope. give you a backstory. His son, mm -hmm. right? You can Google him, you know what I mean? Who Where's actually um, all right, so Dr. Sabi is actually from, if I want to say, uh, damn, I want to, I don't want, I want to, I don't want to be wrong, right? I don't want to yeah. be wrong. I'm just, I'm gonna just know where I met Dr. Sabi at, right? Yeah, they ahead. were living in Puerto Rico. Okay, right, moved to Miami, right? Um, he lived down the street from me. I used to live in Kendall when I was going to Sunset, mm -hmm. so he lived down the street. He had a son by the name of Sasa. Mm -hmm. who actually went to my same school, mm -hmm. playing on the same basketball team, who is actually running the fig tree now, not a, in, in Dr. Sabi's passing. Right. That's like my homeboy to this day. Wow. Like my, my dog, like I wow. FaceTime him right now. You know what I'm saying? So like coming up, I'm gonna give you a funny story. He was always vegetarian, right? Like, okay, coming up, like we knew about his father. It was just Sasa's dad. Mm -hmm. He used to tell us stories like, yo, yeah, my dad just came back from Michael Jackson, Eddie Murphy. He has the cure for AIDS, whoop, whoop, whoop. And you got to remember, this is, I'm in high school, what, 90s? Yeah. You know what I mean? And, come on, bro. Yeah. Get out of here. Cure yeah. for AIDS? But he's telling us this back then. Like, yo, my dad can really cure AIDS. My dad, you know what I mean? But oh, shit, we like, not on yeah, that at that yeah, time. Like, time. We basketball bitches. Yeah, like, whatever, Sai. Yeah, whatever, nigga, whatever. But I always knew him being my good friend, like, because they always had the fig tree. They were always selling herbs from back then, mm -hmm. right? And I knew this shit had to be working because my partner, like, his, his lights wasn't getting cut off. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, I knew yeah. whatever they were selling was work because... Yeah. My dog is okay. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Sabi used to come through in the Range Rover and so on and so forth. You know what I mean? So I knew Sabi personally. Um, remember I told you my mom was vegan too. Mm -hmm. Boom. Me and Sock clicked up from being on the basketball team. We got best friends. So I ended up going to his house, meeting his dad, meeting, the, well, Dr. Sabi. Mm -hmm. And we kicking it or whatever. But back then, we wasn't on that. We, we wasn't like, damn... We wasn't believing it yeah, at yeah, the time, yeah. whatever. It was just whatever. But I mean, with jits, long, yeah, you don't care yeah, about that exactly. shit when you're jits. Long story short, short story long, I ended up uh, telling Dr. Sebi my mom was vegan or vegetarian mm -hmm. too. He's like, yeah, so tell her to come by. She ended up going over and they became best friends. You oh, feel shit. me? They became best friends. So not for nothing, Dr. Sebi has been a part of my childhood, like growing up, wow. he was like my. I'm gonna keep it one thousand. That's my boy. Yeah, kind of like a doctor. Yeah, that you yeah. Could just I hit up. To, like oh. he's a heavy smoker, right? His son ain't smoke, 
I used to go get the weed for him. Oh shit. You feel what I'm trying That's to say? Dope. Cause I was a real, you know what I mean, back then. So like I was locked in like that. But um from them times we was learning about sea moss. We was learning about Damn. the importance of ginger. We was learning about the importance You was of, on kale before it was hot we out was, here. Yeah, like you was on we, kale. Was, we was on it early, you feel me? Because kale. yeah, you could Google him, man. His name is Sasai Sasai Bowman. You know what I mean? He runs the fig tree out of New York. They're actually out of Brooklyn right now. Because you gotta remember too, all right, and I wanna just make sure we clarify this. He had a lot of different kids. Mm -hmm. You feel me? He had a lot of different kids, and then a lot of kids kind of like took the name and took the products and did what they did with it. Mm -hmm. But the real official mm -hmm. is out of Brooklyn, the fig tree mm. run by Sasai, which is my homeboy who I grew up with. So yeah, dog, I knew Sabi personally, man. Like that was my real homeboy. So when it comes to like health and shit like that, like I'm really tied in. Like it's not just a real facade for me. Yeah. It's like really, like it's really engraved and not for nothing too. I'm Jamaican. I grew up around rosters and so it's it's real, you know what I mean? It's real dear to me as far yeah. as like where you know the the vitality and, and Damn, bro, staying healthy and like, shit. We should do like a I wanna do I wanna the, you know what it is? I wanna help DJs like I wanna help DJs with their exercise and their diet. Yeah. Like I wanna help our community of DJs like to. live right. You know we what I'm saying? To. Like, it's like we could like give make a program because like we live a certain lifestyle. It's yeah. a different, you need to tailor a program for the DJ's lifestyle. Yeah, you, you can't watch the regular diet program because we're awake until four in the morning. Yeah, like, you know, nah, and we you waking up something. at eleven. Like our schedule is different. <laughs> so we need somebody to tailor make like a a DJ program. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Dog, you want to some? You want to some? You want to some? You know I might have to go in the lab and come out with something. Yeah, because yeah. I've been, I've been like as far as like with my training, I've been because I haven't really put out like a if you want to say like a you want to mean like an exercise six week plan, eight week plan. Like I haven't really did that, but that'd be a good for me at least to merge the two, the DJ and to just come out with a DJ workout plan. You feel what I'm trying yeah, to say? A like a lifestyle DJ, plan, like a not even just workout. Diet, yeah, everything. diet, everything, 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 everything yeah, for the my DJ. Boy that does the meal prep company. Maybe yeah. you could do like a wholesale type thing. I'm nah, we got to talk about that. Nah, we definitely got to talk about that because when it comes to like training and putting together um, workouts, I do that all day. You feel me? I've been certified since, uh, what we had, 2022. I got certified 2018. So I've been five, six years certified personal trainer. I mean, I worked at everyone, LA Fitness, Crunch, 25 Fitness, uh, you where name you like, Where you like to go? Uh, well, right now I'm at Blink in uh, Miramar. It's a nice little small gym. Yeah. Right, I know out here they got Equinox, so... Um, I like my gyms to be grimy. I, I need my gym, yo. Okay, I need my gym yeah. to be rusty. Yo, I joined this boxing gym during the pandemic. Yeah. It's like rusty weights and shit. Like I need my shit to the be essence, grimy. I need to put on like some mob deep, like yeah. and just feel like I'm in there, like, Quiet like storm. yeah, yeah that like going crazy. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I don't like these nice gyms with the towels and the 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 the, the, the fucking juice, Jamba Juice inside that shit. Yeah, no, bro. I, do, I, I work out. It's a little gym over there, Miramar, but I like it though because it's you get the uh, the four gym uh that's you want to say uh everything a full gym has but it's a smaller gym so yeah. it's really we be having like all this dope equipment to ourselves because not too many people really go there but yeah that's where i'm at with it but i didn't work at all of them for the most part when it oh. comes to training you know yo you be uh, speaking from just dj lifestyle I, i'm starting to notice this now but like when the time changes like right now yeah when the shit different do you notice do you move a little different because i'm learning now that like when this time shit happens i gotta move different yeah nah. like with with the with like, you know, the way the sun goes yeah. down mad early now. Yeah, like. nah, it's not because you got to remember too, you are, shit, you, all of us are 
We're, there's no separation. We're we're inclined like with the moon and uh, the like back to circadian rhythm. You get what I'm when, trying to say? During this schedule, I go right to the sun when I wake up. That's what I learned. Like, cause now we have short daylight, so mm-hmm. now you gotta you, your body needs the sun. Got so for you. me, like when it goes down at eight, the other time of the year, I could be more chill. I go outside mm-hmm. when I go outside. But now my shit is like I get up, go right outside. Go right outside, man. Do something in the sun, definitely, cause the sun is you know the the, the battery in your back, not for mm-hmm. nothing. You know what I mean? The sun is everything. You definitely got to... I mean, it's just, you know, it's fucked up. Like, they set up everything in, in in America as far as, like, with schools and where you're inside eight hours a day. That shit is unheard of. There's no... You know what I mean? That shit all is school, crazy. You know, that's why not, all schools, hospitals, and jails, exactly. they all look alike. How you not outside in the sun? Like, you need it, bro. It's, as far as, like, you know, shit, when it comes to vitality and... And what it is you need to function as a human being, how are they how are you void a sun. That's why for me, I can't really live nowhere else. Um KC, yeah, no, I can't like I, yeah. I need the sun 100. all year. That's medicine. That's I, like built-in yeah. medicine. That's vitamin D. I, I Most need, <laughs> country is is deficient in vitamin D because they don't see the sun. No, nah, I need the sun all year. I can't do that six months with sun and then six months of straight hell. Hell no, I need nah, it yeah, all my year. Vibes will be bad. Yeah, like, for I'll, sure. I take a little sixty, whatever, throw on a sweater. But nah, I need to get back to them eighties and them nineties. I'm a, a, I'm a real, a I'm a real Miami, Florida nigga. I need it, my boy. I go right outside, bro. Yeah, I need it, my boy. I take a hot day over because it's also like too. Like I done lived in DC um, when I was in middle school and shit, and I done been up there. It's like when you, when when when, when it's cold and you having a bad day, it's worse. Mm. Let's just say like all right. Down here in Miami, shit always shining, sun always shining. You having a bad day, you got twenty dollars in your pocket. You still go get you a slice of pizza, go and look a white at some, beater in a tank and white top, beater like, slag, go look at some slides, beautiful girls like, on yeah. the beach. Well, well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. it's it's bad, but it's really not that bad. If you're going through some shit when it's cold and you can't go outside, you got a shovel, shit's depressing, it's extra mm, depressing. That's a fact. You feel what I'm trying to say? On top of the even the like I'm good, my boy. That's a you fact. I'll take a bad day in Miami over a bad day in Nebraska. I'll take double hurricane season. <laughs> exactly. You can make hurricane <laughs> season all year long. <laughs> I take double over, <laughs> over a snowstorm, yeah. snowed in. Hell nah, man. I'm good, yeah, my boy. Now we getting hurricanes in November and shit. <laughs> shit is wild out here. Shit is wild. Even look uh, at that time. Uh, so real quick, K, uh, plug plug the album. Yeah, and so they can... uh, Forever Live, man. It's on all streaming platforms. Uh, me and Ice Benjamin we went to the studio. We created some magic. Um... I got uh, all new live house artists on there. I got all new live house producers. I like to call it high vibrational music. That's what I'm putting into the universe. That's what I want my people to do when they listening to the music. Um, that's the life that we was in while making the music. It's 11 bangers. I know you hear everybody get up on here and say all that shit jam, but I swear to God, from the top to bottom, mm. you're not going to skip. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to skip from the production to what, you know what I mean, them artists is on there talking about is. It's definitely high vibrational. I'm definitely putting these positive vibes into the universe, man. That's what I'm trying to do with Forever Live, man. So shouts out to Ice Billion Berg. Yeah, shouts out to Ice Billion Berg. Shouts out to Head Coach. Shouts out to the Live House. Um, high vibrational music, man. 11, 11 bangers, man. Forever Live, the album. I jumped into producing. It's, it's not stopping from here either. You feel it's me? Cold. It's project of after project after project you feel me i'm getting royalties now talk Bird about is it showing me the split showing me how shit go with distribution so on and so forth so you know i jumped into a nice little a and r position at the live house so yeah this is the this is the jump off man forever live this is my project this is my fruition into 
making this music, DJs, man. DJs, go go spin that. Let yeah. me know if you could blast me the blast it to me so I could blast of it to course, all the DJs. Man. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, of course, I'm gonna send it your way, chops. I'm gonna send it your way right now. It's on all streaming platforms. I don't know if you DJ. You fuck with Tidal on your Serato? I don't know if you fucking you with. You've been it. telling me about you should, that. Yeah, you should, no, dog. Here's the question I have. You should. Do you need to have a really good internet connection to make it work? Yeah, you really, you really, you really, really need solid. You need a solid internet That's connection. I mean, but not for nothing. Why it helps as far as like in in the strip club, it's like okay, let's just say you got a a, a artist, a local artist, or whoever, just any artist, yeah, just yeah, at yeah. random. You could do it quick. You could do it quick. Yeah. That's why it helps me. It's like even any artist a, a request or whatever. Like you got to go on YouTube or you got to blah blah blah. And it works good. Like I've never seen no it one that use it. Perfect. Even when the internet go out, right? The song, let's just say, is playing and the and the internet goes out. The song will keep playing. You're not load it. Yeah, you're not gonna be able to load anything else if the internet goes out. But the song is gonna keep playing. Reload it. Yeah, the song's okay. gonna. Yeah, yeah. So, how much is that shit? It's like eight nine nine, twelve nine nine a month or something like that. But yeah. no, nah, it's a it's a lifesaver because it has everything. It has everything, Casey. Like yeah. anything you type up, yeah, it's coming up. That convert from YouTube shit is a it's, it's the worst. I hate that the shit, worst. Bro. It's the worst, kid. But title. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, You're you know, like all my DJs. the person who told me nah, to get all my that D, shit, Yeah, bro. all my DJs. Like, even this. You don't even have to go. If you got title, just click that title button. I'm up. The whole album. You feel me? The whole album. Yeah, I think I'm up. <laughs> I got that Nah, go do it. Go do it, man. From DJ to DJ, man. Go I'm get title, bro. Because it's just a, a click of the button on the Serato, and you got access to the whole library. And then if you don't want to do it. The thing was like, I was trying to think of the places where I have good internet connection. Uh, like, you know, okay. Like, but yeah, but now you could click on and off. You yeah. feel me? So it's like, say you got good internet connection. Or you could do you could do the uh, the hotspot if you need to do, do it for the, one you song. You could do the hotspot, of course, if you mm. need it for one song. You feel me? But nigga, it's a lifesaver for them random. Yo, can you play so and so, so and so, and you ain't got yeah, it? Yeah. Boom, boom, you in there? But yeah, it's on title. It's on all streaming platforms. Your, um, your social Ever media live. too. Um, DJ Killer K three hundred five underscore uh, K Murder three hundred five on Twitter. Um, DJ Killer K three hundred five on TikTok. And uh, livehouselife.com, uh, my merch. Hold on, let me get one. So we get up out of here. Talk you feel me? It. I brought my dog, you know what I mean? Talk about that. I'm killing shirts, my merch. You could go Appreciate get that, the yeah. Yeah, for tell sure, man. Go get this you could go get that at lotuslife.shop. You know what I'm saying? That's my, um, my, my, my merch website. And yeah, we moving, man. DJ Killer K, Casey Chops. I like Miami, the hustle, bro. You Miami on the rocks, man. I appreciate you having me. Like I said, course, man, I've been love, watching bro. you from a distance. You know what I'm saying? Just, yeah. you know me, a fan of the show. So it's great that you finally got me on here. I appreciate you, my boy. And uh, you, likewise, man, keep I... doing your thing. You're a great DJ. My bro. Not for nothing, man. I'm going to give you your flowers while I'm on your show. My bro, you thank you. You feel me? Give you your you. flowers. A lot of DJs can't do what you do. You feel me? A lot of DJs can't, can't go from the different genres and, and be in Columbia and whoop, whoop, whoop. So, nigga, salute the UK jobs. So salute the DJ. And uh, yeah, man, forever live. Y'all go get that, man. There it is. Go. DJ Killer K. Bow. Yeah.